You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 728, Zero Hour, number one. The end, almost, of everything. Welcome to episode 728 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am short intro lad. There's a whole mm. lot of people, and uh, yeah, yeah. Don't dare, you don't dare mess with it. And besides, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be taking us through the issue, so you hear me yapping plenty. Over to you, sir. Hi, everybody. I'm Darren Noel, and I just got back from uh, Shanatova, you know, Jewish New Year, which is where uh, Mr. Grabwat is right now. I am stuffed full of the best brisket ever. And uh, that is me this week, so I guess I'm Brisket Kid. So over to you, Travis. Hey, everybody. This is Travis Elsor, and I am professional photographer lad. Uh, our company that I work for, we had a family fun day Saturday, basically like a company picnic. I volunteered, and I did the photo booth for eight hours straight. Whoa. Uh, so we had many fun props and many children who wanted to take a thousand pictures and oh it was it was something and when i came home last night i passed out for like 12 hours you think that wouldn't take any energy out of you but i guess because it was 90 degrees outside all day and i was doing that i don't know that'll do it mm-hmm. but yeah. but paul because i know you'll want to know we had uh yeah. Barbecue, we had pulled porks, we had the hamburgers, we had the hot dogs, uh, potato salad, baked beans, um, ice cream, cotton candy. (laughs) Uh, I don't even know what all other food. I didn't get far enough away to see, but all of it was free, and I ate way too much. All of the things, sir, that is. No, 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 we're not in Canada. No, 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 no Canadian barbecue on our plate. All right, well. You try. Maybe next time. I'll Maybe. suggest it. I'll suggest uh, it. You suggest it, and that'll be the last we ever hear from you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that was me. Over to you, Jim. Hey, everyone. I'm Jim Purcell, and to keep it brief, this week I am a Frog Lad. Uh, I finished watching Amphibia on Disney Plus last night, and oh, damn, that show's got a really good finale. So good. I, I highly recommend it if you haven't seen that show. Yeah, my son dragged me kicking and screaming to watch that. Like I, I just was not interested, and then by the end, I was like, I, I can't believe I, I, I was you know heels in this way. It, it ended so well, so so. Yeah, well. the, wow. the 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 show escalates at a really good pace. Mm-hmm. Uh, it starts out episodic, and by the end, it's ep- an epic. So, but uh, it's one of the better like TV finales I've ever watched. To be completely honest, a lot of finales don't wow. work out, but this one this one nails it. Yeah, very nice. It was very good. Good show. Good show. Mm. Who else we got? We got a whole lineup. We do. Exactly. The usual suspects. (laughs) I I believe that's my cue. Uh, Hi, everybody. I am Alan Williams, and today I am another year older lad. Yep. Yesterday was my birthday. Happy birthday. I am now officially 54 years old. Muzzletov. And I'm still waiting to figure out when I start aging in reverse. Somebody promised me after 50, I'd start aging in reverse. <laughs> I think I was sold the bill of goods. I, I need I to think. speak to a manager. 
Yeah. Okay, Karen. There you go. <laughs> well, Karens <laughs> are middle aged. Hello. Mm-hmm. And that's me. All right. I'm Justin Bridge, and I'm a simulation lad. I unfortunately got deep into Microsoft Flight Simulator, so now I have a second job that I don't get paid for. (laughs) (laughs) And I, and I miss my family so very much. No, but, uh, (laughs) they still make flight simulator. I got an, we got an Xbox and you could be part of getting the Xbox. You had to sign up for, um, the like subscribe, like they have a game subscription thing. Oh, game pass. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. And they had it. And I was like, Oh, let's check this out. Um, and I was like, Oh, this is like really, it's beautiful. I mean, it looks beautiful. It looks, I mean, almost is a Microsoft flight simulator 10 X. No, it's a, I think it's Microsoft, uh, 2020. 2020. Oh, they get a new one. Okay. Yeah, and it's just it's just gorgeous, and like I'm blown away because people can make stuff and then I guess sell it to Microsoft. I, I this is my first Xbox. I've normally only had like PlayStation or Nintendo, yeah. so those are you normally like closed systems. You know, you just have what they sell or what the game manufacturer sells. But here, people are like, you know, buy my skin of these planes, or I made this plane, or something like that, and they sell it, with, uh, I guess, through Microsoft, and it's a whole different thing, but it's fun. I, I just yeah. got stuck. I, I've gone in deep. I've, I've got to dig my way. <laughs> Simulation games draw out the intensity uh, of, of fans, as they do. So I'm not shocked that it's got quite the community support behind it. Yeah, it's amazing. And I, you can go on Reddit and there are people who are, I, I can't tell where the real pilots end. My, This is how annoying I've been. My brother is an actual real commercial pilot and I've been pestering him. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so you're landing in. <laughs> you're flying this. What do you do a hundred miles out? You know, like, what's going through your head? I was like, I got to stop. <laughs> Wow. You got it bad. You got it bad. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully it'll blow over soon. I finished Westworld. I don't know, man. I got to find a new. I finished Westworld. I finished Amphibia. I have to find a new outlet. <laughs> Something more healthy. <laughs> so so this is now no longer a podcast. This is your intervention. <laughs> yes. Now I'm going to talk about something else I obsess about. Legion of Superheroes. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Brent Brickhill and I'm bringing the numbers, uh, I'm number seven, um, member of the Legion of Substitute Podcasters today, and today I am Border Forced Kid. Um, Yesterday I had to um, jump into the car, drive to my dad's house, pull out my stepmother's passport, which she'd left in Australia, even though she'd travelled home to Russia to visit her family, and... um, when she tried to come back to Australia, her visa was not enough. Um, she needed the passport that she used previously as well as her current passport. So um, I managed to save the day and um, jump into border force mode and um, get the details across to get her on board the plane. So she's wow. on it back. Thank goodness. That's, that's the thing about passports, right? They're not meant for you to go places. They're for you to be able to come back, right? Exactly, yeah, and, and uh, she thought her new one would work, but uh, you know, being a Russian Australian, it's probably not the time to test that out. <laughs> mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
and our eighth member today of the Legion of Substitute Podcasters. G'day everyone, I'm Derek Binns and this week I'm going to be Callback Kid. So I'm going to call back to last episode where Brent and the others were talking about eating kangaroo. Um, so I'm going to we're going to now flash back to my childhood, where um, I, I've mentioned it once or twice before, where you have a program called Skippy the Bush Kangaroo, which is very much like Lassie. So every yes. week Skippy would help Sonny save the day, and as a an eight year old, I was obsessed with Skippy. Now in the country where I grew up, my mum used to make homemade hamburgers. And one day, as I was having dinner with my mum's homemade hamburgers, eating off my Skippy plate, my older brother said to my mum, wow, he's really chowing down on that Roo burger. At which point, halfway through eating, I put the burger down on my plate, crossed my hands, and my mum looked at my brother in disgust and said, why did you have to tell him that? He's been eating them all this time. (laughs) And the worst thing, it was off my Skippy plate. (laughs) I also had a Skippy plate, Derek. Yes. They See, these days. You, you say the word Skippy, and the only thing that comes into my mind is that that was a code word in my family for when um, diarrhea happened. Ah. Oh. Because oh. my brother would skip to the toilet. That's, that's how that <laughs> <laughs> You've taken this somewhere else, as always. Well, you took me there, so it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> and we all lose. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No one's getting out of here alive, yeah. kids. <laughs> no, take that segue, Paul. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> I, uh, I'm just going to immediately throw to Legion News. Oh, no. Oh, no. There's nothing. <laughs> I thought well, there there's a book coming out tomorrow. I thought we had something that Michael messaged us about before we We have Justice League versus Legion number six out. This week. There we go. There we go. Mm. But I thought there was one other bit of news. Let me scroll back a bit. Oh, right. Um, uh, yeah. Tangentially, uh, lead, uh, um, League of Super Pets is coming to uh, HBO Max this week. Oh, there you go. Ah, there we go. So, yeah. cri- crypto movie. It is a, it is a, it is a fun movie. You've seen it, Paul? Yes, I took the kids to see it at the beginning of the summer. And, um, yeah, it is. And there's lots of, you know, there's there's lots of kid jokes, lots of adult jokes and um, and uh, lots of little bits here and there. So uh, as well as uh, as as great voices. So, I mean, Keanu Reeves is Batman, something I right? never thought would work. And it's amazing. Of course, anything Keanu does is amazing as far as I'm concerned. Sorry, celebrity crush moment. <laughs> I just saw the Matrix movie, the latest one, and I wasn't impressed. I'm sorry. That was intentional. Oh. Yeah. Matrix. No, no. The movies he makes are sometimes terrible, but Keanu. Oh, Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> Darren, you've got competition. Um, I don't know if um going to leave uh, the class of. Uh, until Michael comes uh, comes on, and uh, so we'll, we'll we'll do that then because I don't think I've got it in my notes. Uh, I know sure. that he has some uh, some surprises with the um, with the list for the coming. So. so we will come back to that because in the meantime, everything has to come to an end. Right. 
I'm just going to do another call back to last episode. Yeah. Um, so I was reading along with my print copy of the issue, and on the last page where everything fades to white, it's followed by a completely white page, mm-hmm. and then another completely white page, and then another completely white page, until there's finally a completely white page. There is nothing, nothing in the rest of the book. Just four blank pages. <laughs> you paid for all that, you know. <laughs> you <laughs> paid for all that. Ran, ran out of letters. <laughs> I, I paid a dollar ninety-five US printing. for that. All, all the letters were from Angry Legion fans. That's why they didn't print anything. <laughs> why know, if, or if why? It's blank, do they still get the page rate? Uh, uh. Mm. I mean, did someone John Byrne do that in an yeah, issue did, of Alpha did, Flight? Did Giffen yeah. get paid for all those duplicate panels? Yeah. Yeah, he oh, did. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's they said fin- one. finish the page. They didn't say how. <laughs> True. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Um, so, uh, yeah, so things have gone kerflooey everywhere. And uh, we, if you look on the cover here, we have the cover of uh, Zero Hour Crisis in Time, issue one. And we have uh, things getting splody and uh, sort of a rainbowy blow up thing so you know kind of like a time stream uh, blowing up and we have uh, batgirl we have kyle rayner we have the ray we have green arrow we have is that damage no that uh, is uh that's uh, oh, that's wave, rider. wave rider yeah, yeah wave rider i couldn't tell um, who he was either yeah yeah it took a minute and then yeah, like, oh yeah flamey hair okay um looks like <laughs> the front guard of a pride parade oh, wow um We've got uh, Hawkman and we've got Superman all getting affected by this this uh, this thing. So, we well, it's, inter- it's interesting um, just to me that the the uh, the flames are kind of going the wrong. They appear to be going the wrong direction because they're that looks like they're getting blasted, but then you realize they're getting sucked in. So it's like they're getting the, their color is like getting pulled into the void. Have we commented on the fact that the void is getting larger as we can? Oh, yeah, every issue. Yeah. So the circle's almost the whole um, cover this time. So Right. Which is admittedly a fun effect. That, that That's one of the few fun things about Zero Hour, in my opinion, is the covers. Yeah, All right. yeah Dan Jurgens and Jerry Ordway on the art as per usual. Absolutely. Um, so we start off in the area once known as Coast City, California, now known as, you know, Crater. Um, crater. <laughs> yeah, crater. <laughs> crater, California. <laughs> 12 minutes ago, all-consuming destructive entropy has been unleashed, crushing every uh, shred of matter in existence. Well, there we go. End Rich. of the issue. Yeah, we can go home Comments, now. as always. Can- Hasn't yeah, Coast City <laughs> seen enough? Hasn't no, Coast City seen enough, yet. indeed. Uh, yeah, I do like the way they're keeping the rainbow motif on time stuff, though, throughout this book. Absolutely. I mean, that's uh, that, you know, that goes way back. So now me, I prefer calendars. That's how I know you're traveling through time. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you do when you see calendar man just standing there, though? Yeah, exactly. I mean, we, we, we're trying to move away from the skeuomorphic design. It's all good. It's oh, all fair, good. Fair enough. Yeah. All right, so um, we have uh, Steel, uh, Batgirl, uh, Supergirl, and uh, Guy Gardner, Warrior. Um, Warrior. <laughs> he's so concerned. Um, he's very, so very concerned. concerned about everybody, always. Yeah. Yes, always. <laughs> Sensitive um, guy, 
<laughs> exactly. So Steel says, move. We got to haul it or we're goners. And uh, Supergirl says, Steel, what happened? And uh, Gardner's holding his head and he says, Carrie. Now that is a reference to Carrie Limbo, who was his uh, his girlfriend uh, at times uh, in um, in the uh, Silver and Bronze Age, um, yep. and she became a uh, a fortune teller at one point, and um, she was in Coast City the day that uh, that Coast City was destroyed. Wow! And so what happened is during Zero Hour. A uh, guy traveled back in time to that same day, and he witnessed her death. So that's what this is all about. See Guy Gardner, Warrior Number Twenty Four, for that full story. That's right. Yes. Wait, is Guy Gardner a Silver Age character? Yeah, he's old. Oh, I had no idea. Was that all? Oh, I thought must be a- must be late Silver Age then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought he was bron- really just right into yeah, Bronze Age. I mean, he, that close. he was the guy who was. It was between him and Hal as to who was going to get the ring. But Hal was closer. Yeah, but that wasn't established until way later. No, there, there was a story early on in Hal's run where yeah. Hal was incapacitated and Guy had to take over for him. And then at the end of the story, Hal suffered a brain injury. And then yeah. Hal could not be Green Lantern anymore. That's early in you, yeah, you, you mean Guy. Guy got guy, yeah, guy. Yeah. guy. Well, both of them probably did. But so yeah. so so Guy was introduced early for a like a one off story and then what yeah. they brought him back years later they in a more him prominent back role. Crisis, baby. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that, that's where I was introduced to him with Crisis. I yeah, thought he me too. just appeared before, like, I, you know. I thought the same thing. I thought, who's this redheaded dude in a Green Lantern outfit who's brand new? But no, he's got a history. He's been around. Yeah. I remember seeing an issue in I think it was the late seventies, the, the which is the time he got the brain injury. Um, he was filling in for Hal at that point, and it turned out to be a a faulty Guy, power battery. Guy Gardner's first appearance was in Green Lantern fifty nine, March nineteen sixty eight. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So all depends on your opinion of when the Bronze Age started. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, but but again, he appeared for the one story, and then they yeah. brought him back in the eighties. Totally. Yeah. So is he really a Silver Age character in that regard? Yes. Yeah, I think yeah. you have to. Okay. <laughs> you, when you're created, that's when you're born. <laughs> now, he became popular bronze. Yeah, totally. Yeah, Yeah, because I, I was born in the 70s. I became popular in junior high. I can't say I'm from the 80s. You know? <laughs> 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 well, you're, you're online now. Never remove from box. Wolverine <laughs> Wolverine is a Bronze Age character who you arguably could say really broke out in the modern age. Yeah, when he, when he became sure. famous is when he became famous. Those are two separate things. Well, Giant right. Size X-Men number one started the Bronze Age, quote-unquote. Yeah, but so, he appeared before that. Who, Wolverine? Well, like yeah. for like a year earlier or like a few months earlier. But still, he appeared earlier. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> With his kitty cat mask. Talking, <laughs> you want, talking about a character like this, let's talk about Bawana Beast. Who appeared way back in wow, Showcase. I know we haven't we haven't talked about Buana in a while. Wow. He, he appeared way back in Showcase, and no one knew what to do with him. He appeared in Who's Who, and we're like, "Who the fuck is this dude?" Yeah. And then he's in Brave and the Bold in Justice League Unlimited and animated, and then suddenly he's got action figures. That's a good 40, 50 year gap from being introduced to suddenly having a fan base. So absolutely, what do you do? And then you've got characters who were created in the Golden Age who just continued on, like Superman and Batman. 
Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you can't say Superman's a golden age character when he's still up operating in the modern age, can you? He's he's not now written like a golden age character. Well, according to according to this group, he is absolutely a golden age character. Yeah, yes. he, he, I would say that he's a golden age character, even if he's not written as if he's in the golden age. You you would have to point to Superman and go like, this is one of the guys who started it all. Yeah, absolutely. As opposed to Amazing Man, who's a golden age character, but is a modern age character, a Bronze Age character, really. Right, because he's from Star Squadron, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Commander Steel is the same. He was created in the 70s. He was yeah. the original. You know, the Earth 2 character. Yeah. yeah. Back when there was an Earth 1 and an Earth 2, they, they would just refer to them as Earth 1 and Earth 2. Yep. Of course, back then, too, they also – there were people who made a, distinct, a distinction between the Golden Age Superman and the Earth 2 Superman. Mm-hmm. Because the yeah. Golden Age version – or because the Earth 2 version just took all the stuff um, – yeah like George Taylor being editor of the daily star that it changed in the forties to Perry white and the daily planet, but they still, you know, so technically in the golden age, he Superman worked for under Perry white at the daily planet, but to make the earth two character, they took that out and and said, no, that was, that's strictly the earth one version. Well, I mean, that's the problem with those five holy characters who never stopped publishing. Yeah. You, you had Soups, Wonder Woman, Batman, Green Arrow, and Aquaman who never stopped being published. So there is no well, clear delineation between when their Earth One and Earth Two counterparts right. separated. And don't 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 forget Robin in that list who is all. Oh yeah, Rob. Well, Batman. who is was and always will be a legionnaire. That's yeah. true. No matter which one is, no matter who is under the uh, the mask under the auspices. Yeah. So that means Nightwing's a legionnaire. Totally. Oh. Absolutely. All Robins. Robins everywhere. Yeah. Well, also, I mean, Superman was a legionnaire as a boy. So he, there yeah. you go. There, the number one superhero is a legion of superheroes character. Exactly. Oh, yeah. That's how the law works. But about zero hour. <laughs> All right. Um, this is going to be a long yet? night, kids. Uh, yeah, we're, we're, on, we're, we're barely on panel two, Derek. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now we know what the writers feel like trying to write this many characters. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So Steele says, and this uh, actually kind of ties in. Uh, he says, I don't know, Supergirl. Everything just blinked out. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden we're talking about when Guy Gardner came out, and I don't know. <laughs> I, was just, I was just making copies over here, and suddenly... <laughs> we got a time-space continuum kerfuffle. I don't know. (laughs) Right. So he says, next thing I know is we're all back together, and this place has become one big entropy fissure. Oh, you want to get that looked at. Definitely. Oh, dude, (laughs) I have a colonoscopy lined up right after this book is over. So, yeah. Got to get get your fissure taken care of. Too soon, too soon. (laughs) All right, uh, uh, Batgirl says, was Exton just toying with us? We have to warn the others. Superman, Batman, and the rest are in New York. We need them. And um, Supergirl says, look, more fissures. And we see three uh, three new holes open up. Hey, now. Uh, hey, now. Uh, everything's happening so fast, and, and Guy's still kind of in a daze. Should have saved her, done more. Just saw the woman I loved die. And uh, ice is somewhere going, really? Right. Yeah. Really? Um, isn't she dead by this point or not yet? No, I don't think so. I don't remember. 
Let me look. Let me look. Oh, no, I yeah, think yeah. Extreme Justice came after this, right? Oh, it, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, she would have been dead. By this point. Yeah, she died right before this. Yeah, okay. okay. So um, he's, he's having double loss. It's like we're watching an episode of Buffy right now. Exactly, exactly. So Steel, uh, Steel goes full share and says, snap out of it, guy. <laughs> and, uh, and Batgirl says, easy. We don't know what he went through when we got split up. It looks bad, but we've all got bigger prop. And then, skatoom! Look out! Coronal energy discharge. Ooh, man! Um, get behind me, Batgirl. Grab the rocks. Oh, oh, steel! Um, don't worry about me. Save your. And um, and then uh, whatever these holes are acting like gravity wells, pulling us in. So guys, kind of getting back to it, and. Um, and then there is um, uh, Steel gets uh, he gets arged. Yeah, basically. he gets arged. <laughs> um, that Colonel Energy came out and gave him a little hug. A little bit, a little bit. And then Guy says, "No, I'm not going to let you die too." And uh, stay back, being ripped apart, shredded. Too late for me. Stop, Extant, save the word. He's it's he's nice word. Right, he's on death. Yeah, he said a lot. Right there for someone who is being shredded apart. <laughs> exactly. Just saying. I mean, you're being shredded apart. Let me let me get this paragraph out real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I think he would have shattered it. I have yeah, totally a soliloquy. Shattered it. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is one line. I get to say it. Exactly. Someone else has got to carry Batgirl now. Stop. Oh, look, Supergirl's here. That's good. <laughs> save the world. Yeah. Uh, guy says, he's he's gone. I couldn't save him. And Batgirl says, we're here. Guy, we, we have to leave her. We're next. Let's make sure his sacrifice isn't wasted. Um, and Supergirl says, <laughs> just to remind us, this isn't really Supergirl. Um, I'll use my psychokinetic powers to fly us out of here while we still have the chance. Uh, I don't know about that. All super people have telekinesis at this point in time, so. God, I hated this Auras era. and tactile telekinesis. Yes. And I, I, I abhorred this. I know what they were trying to do, but I really, in the grand scheme of things, this is only 10 years after Crisis, right? Yep. Mm, yeah. Not even. Well, yeah. 86 yeah. to 94, so it's actually more like yeah. eight. Okay. Why not just bring Kara back the way she was as opposed to all this? No, only one back. survivor from Krypton allowed. I know, but... Th- this origin was so convoluted. Yeah, it it's, was ridiculous. It's and it was it was that origin printed on a ride that, uh, uh-huh. that when Dan that Didio Didio, got out, like what where, the fuck? Where he's just like, oh my god, but that this is ridiculous. And, and, and they uh, don't even have Peter David yet to do weird stuff with him. Yeah, wait till she becomes an angel. That made everything yeah. better. Yeah, crazy. What a good a good run. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Peter yeah. David writes a great book, no, no doubt about that. But still, freaking frack. Invent Argo City or something, people. Come on, There's do it. Gary Frank on art too, if I remember correctly. Yes, a lot of that run. Yep. Yeah, mm. at least initially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Um. Anyway, so uh, um, guy says, "Damn you, extant," and uh, this is all you're doing. And we have Zero Hour, Dan Jurgen, Story and Art, Jerry Ordway, Finished Art, Gaspar Letters. Gaspar. Uh, Gaspar. Uh, Gregory Wright, Colors, Mike McAvady, Assistant Editor, Casey Carlson, Editor. And we see um, 
Exxon standing at the side of all this, um, all this entropy, saying, I don't understand this at all. I mean, it is Hank Hall we're talking about here. Um, these multiple entropy fissures certainly aren't my doing. And a shadowy figure appears behind him. None of this is your doing, huh? You've run amok in my plans long enough, Exton. And he is surrounded by green energy. Hmm. Um, that, could, that could be anyone's. It could, could be, be anyone's. Correct? Yeah, it could be Guy Gardner. No, not Guy Gardner. Not except no. for him. Uh, could be so Emerald Empress. There you go. Um, unless you have the collection that I have, which tells you on the cover who it is. Um, much <laughs> like the uh, the mystery of um, uh, the Great Darkness Saga being ruined by the cover of every saga, saga. great collection. Yeah. My guess this is Doctor Spectrum. <laughs> oh, all right let's let's start marking them down folks let's start marking them down uh i'm thinking it's the rainbow raider because if there's anyone who excuse can, me uh, no 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 you're not blaming the gays for this we get blamed for enough not this <laughs> shit no but there's like the line is stuff. drawn yeah but there's storms and stuff, Darren. <laughs> and that I see no. how the lights went down. <laughs> and it's down. the end of the world. <laughs> I don't see a black woman with a white mohawk anywhere near this book. So <laughs> just saying. Oh man. Um all right, so um uh so yeah, so um you know, Exton is kind of stunned by this green energy and the uh, the other person says you've forgotten who's in charge here i try you tried to take advantage of what i started tried to build your own vision of the future order you would control well your way is wrong i won't stand for any interference in making things right again these multiple fissures are caused by an obstruction in the stu- in the time stream i'll remove it as easily as i'll remove you if you get in my way again and he fades out in a blink of green and, um, you know, I mean, this guy is probably the same guy who had stolen um, Alan Scott's ring before. That must be what's going on here. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm. That's, that's who that guy is. If he turns into an egg, we'll realize that it's probably obsidian. Oh, uh, Jesus. Really? <laughs> <laughs> you actually read that book? <laughs> yes. You know. Um, <laughs> all right. Lames on the side of my face. All right. Pocket Earth. 30th century, one hour, 58 minutes ago. Here we go. See, uh, see, Alan, you missed it last week, but here we can, uh, we can, uh, we can kind of give you a little, uh, a little recap. Sure. Remind me of what I missed. Uh. <laughs> uh, the trapper says, I leave you now. I myself have one final task to perform as do you remember the future is in your hands. And we have uh, Cosmic Boy, um, Lightning Lad, Prody, um, <laughs> uh, Rock, uh, and you'll find that's Livewire. What's that? Oh yeah, but Livewire, Prody. But it's really Prody anyway. So I mean, it's all it's all Prody, and always has been, and always. Has been. <laughs> um, he, he's listening, you know. <laughs> you can hear him. <laughs> Um, and, and if he's not listening directly, he's twitching right now as I uh, say that. Um, um, so, uh, Lil Rock says, that's it then? <laughs> All the way to Arkansas? <laughs> <laughs> no, Darren, I said Lil Rock. L-I apostrophe Lil Rock. Lil Rock. 
Um, it's Is that like Lil Wayne? Wayne? I need your fancy city spellings. It's Lil Rock. We gotta go. He's <laughs> 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 like from the window to the wall. Um, wait, so, so does, wait. Got, if it's Lil Rock, got, does that mean his girlfriend is uh, is Lita May? Pretty much. You got Lil Rock. You got his daddy, Big Rock. Come on now. How this works? That better name than Kid Rock. Oh no, we don't. We don't talk about him. No. 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 Let, no. Let's leave no. that out. Nah, he trouble. Mm-mm. Sorry, someone's uh, just showing me the cool costume that they built out of straws and little X things. Door, please. Door, please. <laughs> All right. Um, all right, so he says, that's it then? And um, and Lil Prody says, that's all that's left of the universe? <laughs> Prody Jr. <laughs> and, uh, and, and Saturn Girl says, I'm using my telepathy. This way we know. And also because her eyebrows are furrowed. So and, Well, you know, and her, her hands by her head, you know, so, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry. So um, old Imra, old Mrs. Prody says, uh, I'm <laughs> and young Mrs. Prody or Ms. Prody, um, says, as am I, but I sense not one sentient thought in the entire cosmos. Well, that's rude because there's five other people standing right next right? to you. Right? Not <laughs> one brain cell among them. Uh, <laughs> not apparently. Nope. <laughs> What happens when you're just made out of uh, made out of futuristic protoplasm? Um, the trapper's barrier, his curtain of time, is the only thing protecting us. Can we trust him? We have to. He's a future version of Rock. Plus, all the other Legionnaires are gone because they trusted him. So, what's y'all's problem? <laughs> he was right about one thing, though. The end is here, and there is a uh, another uh, time fissure opens and. And uh, and Rock says, if there's ever again to be a 30th century of any sort, it's up to us to make the ultimate sacrifice. Gather round. And um, and yeah, and Imra and Prody say, I, I she says, I can't believe this is the end. And Prody says, but the Legion will live on forever. She says, I love you, Garth. He says, I love you, too. Who's Garth? Yeah, he's like, I don't know. I think, I think that's a lettering error. No, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Obviously, yeah. they meant to say. These crossovers are so many characters, they get mixed up sometimes. It's oh, a lot. It's, it's a lot to keep Gaspar. track of. How, how is Gaspar <laughs> meant to keep up with this? <laughs> yes. What no one Gaspar? letters like Gaspar. That's going to be my I know it is. All night. <laughs> um, so the trapper says, <laughs> and so my task is done. Under my protection, the Legion of Superheroes has been allowed to march nobly and with dignity into the unknown tomorrow. Into a fucking reboot. Thanks. Though I was not able to save them from entropy, I at least succeeded in sparing them the ravages of your fury. Yeah. Okay, so but he couldn't even say, couldn't even save them from DC editorial. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying. We got a very important clue here that entropy is the villain name of DC editorial. Yeah, exactly. He admits it right there. There you go. Entropy. And then uh, the guy um, says, "Would that you were to be equally spared, Trapper, but I will brook no more of your interference." Ooh. Ooh, someone, would, got, someone got their Roger off the desk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Looking. 
I knew you would come. You need my power. This ending has been preordained. Well, yeah, it was at the start of the series. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He says, you survived a chronal blast and entropy. Impressive. I'll have to make sure you're destroyed this time. And this, and a green uh, beam uh, slices him in half. Which, rude. And, right. and, and cruel. Let's be honest, this is a pretty gory death for Cosmic Boy. Uh, Let's be honest here. I mean, we haven't actually seen Cos in there. I suspect he may be uh, a collapsed waveform at the moment. Possible, but still. Yeah. Oh, we know this is already Superboy Prime. Don't worry about it. That's true. That's true. And a, and a Justice Leaguer killed him. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, the of superheroes that we all knew and loved Wait. was murdered by the Justice League. Uh, Justice well, League. Welcome you know something we don't know? I, I'm, I'm, I'm puzzled. I, I'm still wondering who this is. What's um, funny? What's <laughs> funny is if you look at his knee in the panel with the green beam, it kind of looks like a smiling skull. There. Uh, oh, it really, it I kind of like, see what it, you're it, saying. It looks like a goofy face. Yeah. Yeah. Now yeah. I can't unsee it now. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, like Joker was here or something. Yeah. He was the last to die. The only time travelers left are a couple of linear men, and they don't have the power to stop me. Twirl <laughs> <laughs> um, that mustache, baby. New York City, 53 minutes ago. Um, all right. Um, Power Girl's having a baby. Yeah. Um, so painful, more than I imagined. Um, and <laughs> that's an Adam says, Power Girl's baby is imminent, Wonder Woman. I helped my wife deliver our two kids if I can be of help. And Wonder Woman says, you're a soldier, Captain, better suited to dealing with the larger problems outside. I'm more than capable of handing this natural event alone. Okay, hold on a minute. Yeah, I was about to say. Mm. Well. Hold on. I, I see both sides of this argument here. One, I don't know why Wonder Woman would turn down help unless there was like something really imminent outside that anyone had to deal with and no one else was there. Two, yes, Diana has the blessings of the goddess, including Artemis, who is the goddess of childbirth. So she is naturally, as an avatar, you know, able to do this type of stuff. But isn't she also a soldier? That's what so, I was going to say. You know, it, th- this panel I have problems with. But whatever. I, I think this is like, oh, well, we have a woman thing here. Let Wonder Woman deal with it and then let the boys do all the fighting. It's like, <laughs> That's true. It's that's all boys outside. more insulting. So I, right. I don't know what they were going for here, except really, right. just it's really. Right. No. Well, no matter which way you look at that, that, that whole panel was unnecessary and tone deaf. So. Well, and it gets better. Um, yeah. So Captain Adam flies out of there and, uh, and Booster says, what? oh, yes, this, that's right. This is Armor Booster. Um, what's the deal? And Captain Adam says, her Royal Highness says she doesn't need any help. Damn. Yeah, we have have some burnt macho issues here. Yeah, he he was, he made himself vulnerable and got shot down. Well, I mean, I mean, okay, hold on. So Wonder Woman back in the 70s was really turned into this really uncooperative character when it came to interactions with men. They've, they've talked about this before. It mm-hmm. was after that whole Denny O'Neill made her the feminist, you know, character without yeah. the powers. And then she came back into her powers. Wonder when she became, you know, frankly, someone who wouldn't even deal with men on a happy, it got to the point where they even addressed it in justice league. What's your problem, Diana? Was, was it, was that after crisis? 
No, the, oh, oh, this was way before Crisis. This is before yeah. Crisis. Yeah. So it is, she, she wasn't even like new to Man's World at the time. No, is it not late not at 60s all. or early 70s? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it just became a thing. And it's like, okay, that's weird. Because Wonder Woman's characterization has always been, I'll be your friend first, but if I have to kill you, I will. You know, that's kind of her thing. So, but she's, you've never saw her like, take off anyone's head just because they said, hi, Diana, <laughs> you know, but that was what was going on. It's like, okay, what's the deal with her? Yeah. And it turned to a, like, uh, what's her problem? And they're like, I, oh. I, I think what the deal was is that, uh, seventies men were trying to write a feminist. Probably, probably. And, but you also have to write, you know, feminine stuff, feminist stuff in the other female characters you're writing too. And you got none of that from black canary was still the wet blanket girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. And Zatanna was practically a cipher. And if you could name me like five other female DC characters in the early seven uh, is I'll give you um, a monkey. Power Girl Supergirl, was kind of like that too, right? That, Power Girl was very aggressive early on, but I think that was, but she was also later. Oh, yeah, even later I, than I, that. I think she was in the um, 75 ish. Um, mm. Somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. When they, when they came up with the new, um, but they heavily characterized her as being Superman's cousin. They were they were definitely going with that angle, and she had a lot of pressure to live up to that legacy. It's why she was kind of more aggressive about stuff. She had a lot to prove in that in that vein. Wonder Woman didn't have that because she had already been established for ages. But I, when I entered comics, I never read that side of her. That was all yeah. before I got there. She was all, you know. The the not I won't say nice Amazon, but she was she was a pleasant, competent coworker as a hero to deal with. So I I don't know where that came from, and I don't know where this so, is coming from. So because I didn't read that in the Perez run at all from her. Right, right, and and <laughs> that they didn't understand that is yeah. not terribly surprising. Um, just incidentally for everyone, uh, uh, Power Girl was. Uh, her first appearance was All-Star Comics 58 in February of 1976. Okay. There we go. All right. So, um, um, Impulse says, we got we have bigger things to worry about than some baby anyway. And Booster says, the kid's blunt, but right. We're getting reports of entire cities vanishing. And uh, Captain Adam says, we better split into teams, do what we can to help. And uh, Impulse says, now that's more like, hey, what's happening? He's getting all all rainbowed up here. Mm. Um, and if there were some calendar pages, then we would know for sure. Totally. Um, but um, um, he says, what's happening? And, and Batman yells, Impulse. And he says, no, help me. And he fades <laughs> out. Um, and Metron, out of his chair, used to that. Uh, says, uh, this yeah. can only mean one thing. This man never stands. What's wrong? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, the 30th century from where impulse originates is gone. Da, and, da, da. and uh, well, that doesn't bode well for Booster because he's from the 25th century. Fifth century and, and... Uh, he says he's not the only one. I, I, no. <laughs> yeah, um, and uh, Booster. And Nightwing, who is and has always been a legionnaire, um, because he was once Robin, says, Booster! And uh, Superman says, he's from the 25th century. That era must be gone as well. Uh, the destructive forces of time's end have arrived. 
all-consuming entropy has has come. And uh, Geoforce says, we must stop this cat- catastrophe now. And Hawkman says, wait until we're organized. Okay, Hawkman so, is saying, wait, there's a problem. Here. Right? Uh, well spoken, Hawkman. Our options for victory uh, are not in the here and now. We must look elsewhere. And uh, Wonder Woman says, we don't have much time. That baby better arrive soon. And um, Power Girl says, seems so tragic to bring an innocent life into the world now. How can... I mean, a little late for that. Um, so now we're in Gotham City, 40 minutes ago. Uh, so back on page one, basically. Um, and uh, and it says at least 90% of the city is gone. And it's Jay Garrick. He's running and, um, you know, he hasn't got his lightning bolt on there anymore, et cetera, et cetera. He's not wearing the helmet. He says, have to pray that our building is still there or I may never be able to contact him. I didn't realize how slow, how tired I'd get. At this age, it took me forever to get here from New York. And uh, and he says, oh, there it is. Thank God. The headquarters of the Justice Society of America. And he runs in there yelling, Spectre, wherever you are, whatever spooky dimension you're tossing planets around in, I know you can hear me. Um, death is everywhere. And an evil unlike any other is taking us all. Not oh, good. Um, he says, this is the time. We need your brand of justice. We need you. Fear not, Jay Garrick. Corrigan. Wow, the specter sounds like he needs a little uh, little bit of a cough drop there. Yeah. yeah. It's a little raspy. The vengeance yeah. of God is because he's got... It's like, yeah, this, uh, this, this cloak is a little tight. Um, we need the we need a reverb. So we need we need to, to hold on. Take a Vibes, reverb on that. Vibes it is the My little brother is not going to help any of the situation here. <laughs> um, it is the specter who joins you now. The man I once was, Jim Corrigan, died decades ago. Jay's like, I know, but I always feel compelled to appeal to the human in you. You lived and fought alongside us for so long, it must mean something to you. It doesn't. I know that a mortal hand is controlling this crisis and used the fury of chaos for murder. You should have gotten involved hours ago. Looking into the shadow of time is difficult, even for one such as I. Worry not, Jay Garrick. Your death will be avenged. And he's like, my my death? What are you talking? My God, it's over for us. But if you stand for life, you owe it to us to stop before it's too <laughs> and uh, and the specter says it will be done. So swears the specter. I mean that's a great okay. panel. That's a great here's, panel. Yeah, but here's where I have have a slight problem with this. Um, how if you disappear just because? Oh look at that! That point in time is wiped out. Why doesn't all civilization disappear then? I mean, come on! You've already wiped out everything. It, Everything before that that establishes the civilization. Yes, yes. So isn't how it come, already gone? <laughs> yeah, isn't it already gone? Why are the yeah? Why are the characters? Um, well, why is it that it, you can wipe out the characters when the time period they originated in or were born in was gone, but all this other stuff is still there? I have an answer for you. Well, Plot that convenience. <clears throat> Yeah, because that would have affected Power Girl too. Since mm-hmm, by yeah. this point they'd rewritten her origin to be Atlantean from the from Arion's the, the the real question is: even if those were the rules, why doesn't the Spectre disappear? Since he is also a 
uh, JSA are from the Golden Age. From the because same time actually, he goes back like, I mean, yeah. This is, at this point, he's been revealed. You know, he's like a fallen angel, so he's from before the Earth's creation, even. Well, okay, yeah. so I would say the Spectre exists outside of time yeah. and rules because he's yeah. from you know heaven. But Corrigan himself would be from that period of time. Right. Yeah. yeah. But as he says, the man he once was died decades ago. Yeah, but 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 he he talks a big game. He's in there somewhere. (laughs) Oh yeah. Spectre at this point is like our Spectre is like the avatar of God's wrath or vengeance. Yeah. At this point, right? Yeah, spirit of vengeance, kind of. Yes, except he can't use that because that was Marvel's trademark. Yes, because he's not not Ghost Rider. That's right. But I would love for the Spectre to be voiced in the same voice as Snagglefuss. Evans to Murgatroyd. Yeah. So swears the Spectre. I'm a a Spectre, even. (laughs) It will be done. So swears the Spectre. Exit stage spect. Exactly. 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 Uh, He's just such a downer character. He needs some comedy. He needs some levity. (laughs) That's all. Also, why do you have to go to JSA headquarters to contact the Spectre? Yeah. Yeah, It's just where he knew he'd be. Oregon haunts the place. Let's go with that. Uh, He had his own series of time. He was never there. I know. Maybe it's the Nexus, uh, uh, you know, like a Kind of like, kind of like haunting, like you know, strongest, strongest psychic energy site, sort of a node yeah, for him. Place of power, you know, he's, he's presence has been yeah. there before. Yep. Although I guess since he showed up, it wouldn't be a node; it'd be a yes to. Sorry. Uh, I don't know if anyone else noticed this when you read this years ago, but I was a bit sucked in by this page because the coloring is really green. This is. A, and at this point, we hadn't actually had the big reveal of who the um, the villain was. Yep. And also on the outside of the brownstone, I don't know if you see it where Flash's feet are running, but behind him are the letters GBC, the Galaxy Broadcasting Company, which was Alan Scott's... um, Gotham Broadcasting. Gotham Broadcasting, yeah. Yeah. And so the the whole green theme around this page and then the Flash blinking out in a time thing, you could actually read this page as the Spectre is the bad guy. And that he's actually yeah. the one going to fix things. Wow. But the Spectre doesn't blast green beams like we saw earlier. No, but there's a fair bit of green on this pipe. It's the first time for everything. That's right. You always know it's a big deal when they bring in the Spectre because he's so powerful that he loses to the bad guy to make them look more powerful. And he was also at the dawn of time, right? Yes. Fighting the yes. enemy monster. So, yeah. you know, this, there's a circularity to all of this as well. Yeah. By design, I think. Yeah. yeah so he really. could be still the bad guy at this point. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's him. I think it's going to be yeah. him or Ace Morgan. <laughs> I, I, um, I think it's the Florimon- the Floronic Man channeling the green. Oh, Who else could it be? Neon right. right. And at this at this point, he's a new guardian, right? So. Mm, yeah, that's still around. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Along with the Strongo, so there's a, there's why it's all rainbowy too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think you're go. missing the point. It's Justin Timberlake because it's gonna be May. <laughs> oh. mm. All right. Um, uh, New York City. Twenty nine minutes ago, Supergirl says we're too late. Even New York is mostly gone. Guy Gardner says most of the entire country is gone. 
I'm worried because I am Guy Gardner Warrior. Um, <laughs> uh, he says, "Hey, Batbrain, why aren't you guys doing something? We uh, we've all, we've already shut up, Gardner. How, how about I punch you in the face again? How about that? That'd be good. One punch. Um, shut up, Gardner. Start moving civilians to safety now." Um, and uh, then we get to we've got uh, Aquaman standing there with his uh, his stump in bandages, uh, saying, hey, now. Surround, hey. surrounded by death, no place for a baby, feel so useless. And Wonder Woman's like, for God's sake, Arthur, get to a doctor. Thank you, yeah. Diana. Yeah. Now uh, that's appropriate. <laughs> why, yes. yeah. why not get Power Girl to a doctor? Well, you know what's happening here is Aquaman's like, but you yeah. used to take me in the invisible jet everywhere I needed to go. Exactly. Oy. All right. Um, Captain Adam says, DeRay and I have created an energy shield that will protect us for a short time, at least until Wonder Woman tells me I can't do that either. Um, <laughs> uh, Superman says, can we make it permanent? And Metron's, uh, you know, walking around uh, checking his phone and um, <laughs> checking text. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's like, uh, he needs attention. <laughs> no, our solution lies in a place untouched by this disaster. That's right. TikTok. Oh, yeah. Reddit. Ugh. Reddit. Oh, no. That is a disaster. <laughs> 4chan. Oh, worse. So, um, She's made a helmet too. Oh my gosh! Um, crazy things <laughs> going on up there. Um, Spear and magic helmet. Um. So Superman says, "Can we make it permanent?" And uh, and Met- oh yes, oh yeah, I said that. Okay. Um, at, at present, most of the Earth, indeed, most of the universe, is gone. Motherbox, a living computer, will transport us where time does not exist. And uh, Dark Star Donna Troy says. You mean you want us to run away while everyone else dies? It's like, oh, where's Phantom Girl? She's coming. She's coming. All right. That's it. The earrings are out, French. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got another five minutes before, you know, the thaw is over up there. So I'll be around shortly. There you go. There you go. Uh, vanishing, outside. vanishing point. 24 minutes ago. Earth time. Do not think of this retreat as saving only yourselves, uh, Dark Star. Um, we will be needed for that which is necessary. And Kyle says, I don't get it. What good is it to destroy all of existence? Wouldn't that extant wacko die too? And Superman says, there's clearly more happening here than we're aware of. Uh, here are two of the linear men, Matthew Ryder and Leary Lee, held in stasis. Once Mother Box frees, frees them, they will be of great service. And, um, and he does so, and he says, to defeat Extant, we must move through time and space with great ease and freedom. And um, Matthew Ryder says, I don't think we'll be of much help. We can time travel, but not with the precision you'll need. Uh, indeed, Wave Rider was indeed Wave Rider was capable, but he is dead. My Mobius chair has also been destroyed. Ah, that's why he's walking around. Yeah. That's right. Um, the thing that they did in the last issue of Zero Hour. Yeah, and the and the Adam says, looks like we have to rig something up, and we better do it quick. Uh, a math a Matthew Rider from a different timeline was once reborn as Wave Rider, and Adam says, if that's what it takes, that's what we'll do. <laughs> um, and we go back. Uh, 
Um, nice of him I, to volunteer Matthew Ryder for this. Right. I, I think maybe we can convert you into a, into a messed up time being. Um, well, I mean, thing. it's either that or Leary Lee and Donna Troy better get ready to start having a lot of sex to repopulate the species because uh, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, wait, 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 is his name, is this Matthew Ryder or Jackson Rugarth? Oh, sorry. Wrong here. R- wrong story. I, I don't get that reference. <laughs> infinite Man. Oh. The Infinite Man. <laughs> some of us know. Some of us remember our Legion history. I'm right there with you. Don't, don't be gatekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> this is this was uh, established early on as a Matthew writer from another another dimension or another Earth. So the first one worked out so well. So let's just create a create a new. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's another timeline that's that split off when uh, when uh, Monarch was created early. Um, oh, you you mean Captain? At, oh, sorry, Don Hall. Uh, don't get me started. <laughs> um, Metron says Superman, Green Lantern. Outside this structure, you will find a time probe launched by Vril Docks. Oh, there it is. There you go. Issue of Legion. He says we have urgent need of its components, but take caution; it's extremely fragile. And um, and so they uh, they get up there and uh, Superman says, my X-ray vision confirms Metron's concerns. Careful, GL. And he says, no problem. This beam is, beam is softer than cotton. I just want to know, is this thing going to work? And um, we see Metron and the Atom working away. Uh, he says, your expert, your experience with time travel is pure, proven invaluable, Atom. He says, it's a tall order. But the technology of the probe, their time bands, and these chronoscopes will be crucial. He thinks to himself, I sure wish Professor Hyatt were here. Um, and Matthew says, I hate this. We shouldn't be mucking around with time like this. And uh, Leary says, but Matthew, we always do. It seems to be our fate. Right. Aren't these the guys who fixed time problems? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like- and... Uh, and These so, are DC's Time Lords, basically. Exactly, exactly. Metron says, soon, time will no longer exist. You have no choice. And we go back to uh, to New York City 14 minutes ago. The doc said Wildcat Ted was going to be all right for all the people who are there that don't know that Wildcat is Ted. Um, and it's basically, you know... Alan Scott and uh, and Starman. He um, says it's not right for me to still be this young while all you all of you have have gotten old. You can say it, Alan says. Ted Knight. Uh, he says the uh, mystical spells that slowed down our aging have been removed. We are old. And then um, uh, David and uh, Jack, uh, his sons, come walking in, and and Jack says, "Dad, you you," and he says, "I'm fine, just exhausted." David, Jack, I want you boys to know that you mean the world to me. I knew the day would come when I'd pass my cosmic rod to one of you. This is the uh, first appearance of Jack Knight, right? Yep. 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 There it is. There it is. Uh, and, says, and David doesn't look that young, honestly, in this panel. <laughs> but, but you know what? Because, I mean, he had already – David had appeared in a few stories. And uh, most notably, there was the, uh, the one in, uh, the, in the uh, Will Payton Starman title. Um, yeah, he showed up with the mist, and he was mm. evil. Um, 
or well, well, he just didn't want Starman going around using his name. Um, anyway, so he says, I knew the day would come when I, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so the legacy of Starman might carry on to a new generation. No matter how in doubt the future, I still want that, David. And uh, Jack says, good luck, bro. I wouldn't want that gig. <laughs> and he says, don't worry, Dad. There will always be a Starman. And uh, David's days. career Starman was long and fruitful. <laughs> Same words. And there always, right. will always be a Starman as the as the hospital fades to nothingness. Yeah, the, the, the problem the problem is there's like nine freaking Starmen, so keeping track of them all is a pain in the ass. There you go. The um, issue Jack talks to his dead brother is um, they're some of the best um, issues of stuff. Absolutely, absolutely. Talking to David or whatever they're called. Yes, talking with David. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They are they are some of my favorites for sure. Um, oh, yeah. All right, the chamber of the laymen. Thirteen minutes ago, and uh, Extant is there. He's kicking butt. Only minutes, uh, only minutes, and isolated pockets of this reality remain. Yet there are those who are still trying to stop it. They haven't a chance. But I still enjoy dealing with my enemies face to face. Pathetic mystics, you foolish layman can't stop me. Donovan, we've been discovered. Then our efforts to prevent this disaster are for naught, Chrissing. And uh, and Exxon zaps him and says, you are all undone. You will all die knowing you were unable to stop the end of all that is. Says Skeletor. Yeah, yeah. Um, New York, seven minutes, 34 seconds ago. Uh, Nightwing, who is and has always been a legionnaire, um, says, uh, everybody move into the subways quickly. And uh, Batman says, directing traffic isn't going to save these people. There's another entropy fissure opening over there. And Tim Drake, who is and always has been a legionnaire, uh, says, but what can we do? And, um, and Guy Gardner says, Bats is right, Nightwing. These holes are bursting open all over the place. Yep, Guy Gardner, worrier. Right back yeah, to work. Yeah, I'm so concerned. Um, I, and Nightwing says, I know there can't be more than three or four city blocks left. And Extant says, true, and the rest of your world and universe is gone. Batman says, Extant. I can't even predict where the next fissure will open. Unfortunately for you, no, pulling me apart. And Batman gets uh, gets uh, faded out by it. I can't believe they killed Batman in this series. <laughs> oh, my God. Wait. You killed Bruce. <laughs> Wait, Batman's you dead. bastard. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, and um, he says... You know, for someone who calls himself a warrior, he seemed to be beaten far too easily, and he zaps him, and uh, um, and yeah, it doesn't go well for Guy. Um, and Robin says he's taking us apart. What are we gonna do? And uh, Nightwing says, "Hit him hard and fast with everything we got." And Batgirl comes jumping in, pour it on. I've got his attention, and with her, she also oh, she gets uh, she gets him in a headlock. And we see a uh, elongated man. And I think she's actually putting the stone cold stunner on him. Totally. Oh, yeah. That would. That mm-hmm. she, she, she must be an oft um, unsung uh, member of glow. I think. Oh, fair, fair. Yeah. But look, there's triumph. And there's that triumph. Remembers. Yeah. That's, that's triumph, not damage. 
That's Triumph. Yeah, that's, triumph. that's not yeah. damage. Yeah, yeah. I mix them, those two up a lot. Well, I mean, no damage in the costume. Yeah, well, we'll see a lot of him coming up. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, Triumph. <laughs> okay, um, so uh, it's just um, uh, Alpha Centurion was busy at that moment, and so oh yeah, like, he had he had a full on series going on. Uh-huh. Um, and, and, uh, and, uh, Green Arrow, who is, you know, just coming out of his growl period and, um, you know, he's getting his Dixon on and, uh, he says, gutsy kid reminds me of me, no powers, but still willing to take down the big guns. Gives me a big opening. No, someone blasted him from behind. I missed. Arg, who dares? And out comes, uh, Wave Rider. I dare. And this is one wave rider you'll never kill. Um, <laughs> Famous last words. Yeah. And uh, and the Adam says, good shot, rider. But from here on out, we have to do whatever it takes to put this guy away. And he shrinks down at, uh, toward uh, uh, Exxon. He says, if I can, I can slip between the molecules of his mask, get inside his head and, alar- and enlarge myself, play havoc with his equilibrium until. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's been like 30 years since I read this. Can you repeat that part again, please, Paul, for the people in the back? Can you? I can slip between the molecules of his mask, get inside his head and enlarge myself, play havoc with his equilibrium until. Brad Meltzer, you motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I was thinking the same thing. There you go. Little tiny footprints and extant sprain. There you go. It was we'll all all the pieces were there. Theater, right here. Right fucking here. No wonder no one knew about it because no one read this book after it was published. There you have it. Um, anyway, um, the, the, the greatest thing ever to happen to the atom happens here. Um, he is yarg, energy ripping through me. And uh, and Extant says, fool, you can't get inside me. I am composed of pure chronal energy. Chronal energy. Then I now turn upon you, little man. And he says, well, don't forget the Adam also turned into a uh, a mini Conan uh, for a little while. Absolutely. Was of Adam. Very true. Uh, absolutely. Um, what's happening to me? Arg hurts. And uh, and he says, huh? It stopped. And. Um, Wave Rider says, I've halted Extant's attempt to revert you to protoplasm, but not soon enough. He's still in glorious moves. Yeah, yeah. He says, you now appear to be about 18 years old. Oh, man. He says, if I hadn't interceded, you would have regressed to nothingness. And, um, or protoplasm. Exactly. He would have been. So, uh, so why is this such a great Adam scene? It, that it sets sarcasm. up the new Teen Titans. It, it does, but that, yeah. that was sarcasm. Sorry. Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, fine. no, sorry, Jim. It, yeah, that was, um, it, this is, is really not a great period in the Adams uh, history. history. Um, yeah. I see. But, he, but that said, he does start a new Teen Titans uh, team. Yeah. Um, I mean, at least they were doing something with him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, that's a good The last, point. Yeah. I mean, Adam had disappeared for a while in the sort of the Adam series as a, as a jungle barbarian character of all things and that was kind of working for him for a bit and then there was another new adam in suicide squad 
uh, who was, uh, I believe, the son of one of the uh, racist senators that they killed early on in that run. Who Adam, was, yeah, act- Adam Cray. Yeah. yeah. Now, he was acting as the Adam, and unfortunately, he got suicide squatted. So. Yeah. Now, something to point out here is that um, um, Ray Palmer had disappeared because he came back from. Um, as he is wont to do. <laughs> yeah, he came back from uh, Morlaix or whatever the place was called and uh, from uh, Sword of the Atom. And he came back from there and there was a series called Power of the Atom. And he had like, uh, um, I think he was working with, uh, sort of working with the CIA. And then that's where that kind of led into this whole uh, conspiracy thing where there was these, this micro force uh, that wanted him dead. And they're the ones that killed uh, Adam Cray. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So anyway. Um, so Superman comes in, and says, that's it, Exton. This ends now. And you'd think he's going to grab his cape, but he doesn't. Um, and uh, and Wave Rider says, this is the this is the crucial moment. Superman, take him. And then he gets punched in the face. Says, you won't take anyone, old friend. You're too late. Much too late. And uh, Guy says, it's him. He just clocked Superman. And Aquaman says, I never thought he was mixed up in this. And and Green Arrow says, no, it's not true. And what the hell's going on with Starfire's hair there? Great. Uh, it's, well, been that, it's been that way the whole time. Uh, this was like the 90s. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> it is difficult for a girl to worry about conditioning all that hair when the world is fucking falling apart. Okay. Fair. Okay. Fair. I fair, mean, fair, fair, fair. Okay. All right. She's the volume and the body, but she's still out here kicking butt. Oh. All the entropy in the air. You can, who knows what that's doing to the static and humidity. You know? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, and so here we are. New York City, 60 seconds ago. Green Lantern, says, uh, says Green Arrow. Wouldn't he just say Hal? Um, you gotta gotta protect the secret identity. Yeah, yeah. True. In front of all these people who know. Yeah. Um, He says, "Not Green Lantern, Arrow. Not anymore. I've taken the name Parallax." And we see the new Parallax costume with all its little armory. All, all, all of its uh, shoulder padding. Yeah. Yeah, and a cape, Uh and it is so '90s. It so very '90s. It hurts. (laughs) He says, I've not taken not the name. a tad melodramatic or anything. No. Oh, right? No uh, capes, darling. No capes. <laughs> he's he's got an evil-looking hairdo or haircut. Yeah. True. And little demon points on his face mask. Little <laughs> gray, <laughs> gray sideburns. Oh, yeah. That became a big thing for him. Wait, no. He doesn't have side, the gray sideburns. No, they're no. gone. That's yeah. Right. yeah. He's, well, um, he's, he's youthified himself. I mean, once yeah, he became all-powerful, that's the first thing he did. Yep. Yeah. Alan, this is what you need to do. <laughs> there you go. I think. <laughs> uh, all right. So first, Shame. I have to go steal all the power batteries. Now I have to go steal all the power rings. It's a yep. lot of work. Dude. Okay. That's all the power rings. All right. Well, th- thank you, thank you, Derek. Now I figured it out. <laughs> and you know, now that I think about it, the the guy who who promised me that did did have a, a green mask, domino style mask on his face. Yeah. <laughs> was he Australian? I mean, I think, right, Hal, I think, I think, I think maybe Hal is now. Um, <laughs> all right. 
Uh, he's he's messing with time. He could be from the future. It, it could happen. Anyway, um, and uh, Australian, <laughs> eh? Yeah. Kyle, Kyle kind of you know <laughs> stands it you know between his legs, saying, "My God." I've been there. I've been there. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> My God! I know, I know. But given that he's looking at him from the back, I'd say that's a prolapse view. Uh-oh. I think it's all the fishes. That's the problem there. Oh my that, God, that's that the flattest go. ass I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a miracle considering some of the... All things. right, you know what? We, we have most likely achieved Murray Coffee's view by this point. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy with this episode. Very happy. <laughs> all right, he, um, he says, uh, and, and Hal says... The universe shouldn't be this way. It needs to be set right. And uh, Kyle's kind of uh, flying behind him now. He says, it's Hal Jordan, the guy who was Green Lantern before me. Thank you, Exposition Boy. Exposition Boy strikes again, yes. Totally. Um, Well, this could be your first issue of of reading DC. I mean, you you got to get that in there. That would be a really bad (laughs) first issue. This would be a bad purchase, yeah. Batman uh, died on the fourth page. <laughs> They're like, what the hell is this all about? Um, and Wave Riders think, we are lost. We must act quickly. Um, and uh, oh, now, now, um, Ollie's uh, at it. He says, Al, tell me you aren't the one who did this. This isn't like you. You're a good man, a hero. I mean, I'd expect it of someone like Alpha Centurion over here. who is Yeah. Pop up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at this important scene that he's in. He's a very important character. Oh, I can't Absolutely. wait. Absolutely. He's, he's got. He's going to have a big speech. Um, it's going to be a big moment for Alpha Centurion. And uh, he's going to have the, a multi-decade career. All of the Centurionians are going to be like all over this. Um, and Hal says, "That's exactly why I did this, Oliver. And no one is going to stop me. Beat it, kid." And uh, Kyle disappears. Uh, he says, it's over. Your time is over. All time is over. This is zero hour. Title drop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's um, <laughs> look out. He says, it's gone so wrong. All those people, Coast City, the universe needs a protector, a real guardian to right uh, these wrongs. Uh, not, not those blue guys. They did a bad yeah, job. They killed them. Uh, not all of them, apparently, but, you know, um, the universe needs me. Time for a new start. Clean slate. A remade universe. My universe. Who knows? Maybe one universe, one world won't be enough. And he disappears. <gasps> Ooh, that another one of those hints, you know. Yep. White page after that. And, the whole thing. and then yep. white page and then white page, if, uh... white page. Uh, only one more page here. Yeah. Yep. So I wonder if they got paid for uh, for the uh, for that white page as part Probably. of the. We art. were talking about. That we already earlier. had this discussion. Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're <laughs> having a time fisher right now. What's happening? All right. So uh, so so there we go, guys. It's all over. Um, the DC universe is finished forever. Didn't well, we just nice read this? Oh. Didn't we just read this in the last uh, Justice League versus Legion comic? I don't know. I've not read it yet. Did you just spoil that for me? No, the last one, not the new one. Oh, yeah. Same thing. I haven't read it yet. So, uh, did you what? What? Yeah, didn't you? Are you kidding? I only listened to you guys read it. 
Yeah, exactly. And I was at Dragon Con that weekend, so you know that's why I don't know what happened in it. <laughs> well, wait, catch up wait, before next you week. You were Dragon Con that weekend. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, yeah. then you don't remember anything. I remember nothing that weekend, sir. Yep, it was fabulous. So, all right. Um, so there we go. Uh, it, 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 the DC universe is over now. Um, any reaction? Again, do we have some reactions? You know, I love it when a book goes white. I do. <laughs> I love I, it. Is it like well, that? That sounds a little racist. No, no, little, I'm saying it opens, <laughs> in DC, it means they've opened up the possibility to a brand new start. Uh huh. Problem with that uh-huh. is <laughs> after you get you get things back on the pages, and you go, "Oh, they fucked it up again." How'd that happen? Yeah. Remember, this is like we just discussed this earlier. It was eight years after Crisis, and everything Crisis was supposed to fix everything. Now yeah. here they are. Fixing it again because mm-hmm. they realized they didn't fix it the first time. It's exactly. like right, right. Like to build DC over the cracks, you know. To build to build on this, they're making DC great again. Yes. Uh, they're going in a bold new direction. Uh, yes. MDCA, Take a drink. Yeah. Yep. MD- I don't know. That implies DC was great at one point. Yeah, it does. Oh, shots fired. Oof. Oh, that's a sick I felt that one all the yeah. way over here. Woo! I, I will say that. It will say we've been hanging around homosexuals too long. You we have to get back to normal talk. <laughs> Granted, it, it's no savage dragon, but still. Um, but what is? <laughs> what is indeed? I will say this, though. You know, you asked the impressions. I think this is the kind of the best Jurgens and Ordway I've ever looked together. Like the, this artwork is just stunning. Like, yeah, the artwork's it, great. It really oh yeah, is. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I think the Zam series was. I don't think that was Jurgens. I think it was just Jerry Ordway. It was. It uh, was yeah. Well, it was writing. Drawing it. He wrote it. It was yeah. Sprouse. Nope. Who was on art? No, it was uh, Peter Kraus. Kraus. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Like, so he did. The, he did like the the OGN that started it off. Uh, he it was fully painted, but then it was like, well, can't do that. Plus, right, Superman. Plus, <laughs> yeah, he did so, the covers. Yeah, that's yeah. He painted oh, the covers. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, oh, and I think good. he, I think he drew like two issues. Came in and did a story. Yeah, I can't remember. It's been so long. Yeah, yeah. He did. He did little bits here and there. They also had uh, like Kurt Swan fill in for for one for part story. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the the book looks good. The book looks very classic. Yeah. Superhero. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're if you can't get George Perez, the, this duo of Jurgens and Ordway is a good substitute. It's a it, it it's a it's a pretty good second placer in it. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. It's it is. It was is George beautiful. at Marvel at that. this point? Was he doing Marvel stuff at this point? Well, um, I think it, is Infinity Gauntlet happening right about now. I can't remember. So no, that was uh, happened a few years before. Yeah, but I think yeah. he might be on Avengers at this point. That's why he didn't do. Uh, no, um, I don't think no. so. I, no. I thought he was on Avengers later than this. He was doing Maybe. Ultra Force. Oh Malibu. God, you're right. He was. Okay. He was oh, at yeah. Malibu. Because remember, Infinity he had uh, he had kind of quit in um, over just the hassles of uh, like the mess they made of War of the Gods. And so he was, he had, you know, like, I think we need to uh, break up for a little while and, uh, and, you know, 
get our stuff together because mm-hmm. uh, because that that was a pretty messy situation and you know and, and he took a lot of heat for it. So the cover date of this issue of uh, Zero Hour is September '94, and yep. the very same month is issue zero of Ultra Force. So yes, that yep, is where man. Perez is right now. Wow. And Infinity Gauntlet was July through December of '91. Oh, that long oh, ago. Wow. Okay. Did you say issue zero? That's very pointed. Yeah, there's a yeah issue zero. This is not the end of the series. Beating DC there's to the punch. Yeah, Malibu yeah. beating DC to the punch. Yeah, there's an issue zero, kids, because every book got an issue zero after yeah. zero hour ended. Yeah. Now let's remember, like this was a weekly series. Yep. Right, 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 right. Of course. So you know these these issues came out week after week, and uh, and so actually uh, the next issue has the same cover date. Um, well, depending on which week it was, I don't know. The month. Yeah. This one was on sale August second of ninety four, and then issue zero was August 9th of ninety four. And yeah. then there's San Diego Comic Con, <laughs> uh-huh. which was Michael, uh, when, Michael. When did the zero um, preview booklet come out? I don't know off the top of my head. I can look it up. But um, also thinking about San Diego. Mm. Um, so there's a, an ad in the back of uh, each issue of Zero Hour that talks about the San Diego Comic-Con of 94, which was uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, August 4th, 5th, 6th, 7th. So issue one came out uh, this week or came out the same week that San Diego was, was going on. Mm-hmm. Sounds like fun. So but, yeah, that, you know, they, they certainly put out a, a good looking book. There's, you know, they did. Mm-hmm. there's flaws in the story, obviously, um, as, as we have pointed out, but, uh, yeah. Oh, here's okay. This oh. is kind of an aside, just going back. Sorry, I just I just discovered this oh. and I find it fascinating. Apparently, in November '94 is when Marvel bought Malibu, which is mm-hmm. way earlier than I thought it was. Sure. So, <laughs> I don't know, just just weird Strange fact I just discovered. Going on. Yeah. <laughs> Strange things are afoot at the Circle yeah. K. Dude. It was an interesting <laughs> time in comics, right? And, and uh, uh, so, I'm, so I'm looking up the like the Zero Hour Ashcan. And the uh, the preview edition, the Crisis in Time preview, that was all early '94. Mm-hmm. So it was a, it was a few months before even issue four even came out. Yeah. Gotcha. Is that the Wizard one, Michael? The Wizard magazine. Uh, there there was one uh, from Wizard. Um, there was another one called the Ashcan preview, which is a um, uh, it's got a white cover with a black and white logo that says eyes only top secret and then um uh there were a lot of things that were blacked out either characters being blacked out or word balloons so we didn't really know much of what was coming yeah. it was all being uh uh kept from us mm-hmm. yep and there's also as i'm finding uh um, as part of the zero hour um promotion dc really did a lot for this um there was a uh, zero hour posters and mm-hmm. promotional stand-ups and things like that there's a uh, there's a clock 
that was supposed to be hung up at your favorite comic shop. And a lot of these became uh, Legion collector's items because Andromeda is included in there. Mm. Uh, if you got the the retailer box, it was an actual cardboard box full of stuff. There was a promotional video, which I haven't watched, but it's a um, it's on YouTube. And it's a promotional uh, video from 1994. All I can see is uh, Mike Carlin. Um, it shows up in a little thumbnail, and it's a 15-minute video. Nice. Yeah, so, um, you know, there was definitely sort of a, oh, you know, the, uh, the, the, the games we've been playing with keeping these characters the same age for, for so mm-hmm. long. Um, totally. You know, they, they, they backfires very quickly. And mm-hmm. and then all coupled with the decision to leave uh, some leave so so many stories in canon uh, that that you know it's like oh but we've changed Wonder Woman oh and there's all the oh you know and it just the, the messes that they made of uh, um, of, of you know co- of continuity by making these little changes and mm-hmm. uh, it's like yeah. we said you mess with the big dominoes it's got it's going to ripple out absolutely. Yeah, mess with Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman, it's going to ripple out to have unintended consequences that they didn't think about, you know, when they said to those folks, you have free reign to do what you want to, you know, with with these characters when you reboot them. And then pretty soon we end up with Doomsday Clock. Eventually, yeah. Yeah. Eventually, sure. Yep, all messy. All messy. It, it got so, messy quickly. That's what it and got. Dark, yeah, and Dark Metal Crisis and all these other ones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and now there is a Dark Crisis on Infinite Earths. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, there you go. Which, which <laughs> this, actually, is, this, is why, this is why you should just ignore fun. the fact that nobody ages. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is uh, actually the, the, that's the thing. Uh, you know, Dark Crisis actually does uh, does name check uh, all of these other events, including mm-hmm. this one. Um, yeah. And uh, you know, they're just a thing that happened. And uh, and it, you know, because he's really playing with the uh, the whole sort all the tropes of of, of events. Mm. Uh, but I, I guess they all do at some point. Yeah. Totally. Um. All right then. Um. Michael. Hey. How Happy New Year. So uh, I, uh, hi, everybody. I'm Michael Grabwa, and I was uh, late to the party because uh, tonight I am apples and honey lad. Yay. It's uh, the Jewish holiday of Rosh Hashanah, and that started tonight. And I was not able to uh, get out in time to catch the beginning of this episode. Uh, I got into my car and I heard you guys arguing about Rainbow Raider being uh, <laughs> involved somehow. And so that's where I picked up. There you go. So I'll have to go back and figure out what he, you are accusing him of being responsible for. Everything. Everything. For, sh- for shooting green blasts. <laughs> oh, okay. Yep. yep. So, Michael, uh, can you tell us about the next poll and the results of last week's? Yes. I can. Um, let's see. So we have, uh, from the class of 97 last week, um, spider boy won with about as many votes as everyone else put together. Yay. I was surprised that the X-Men 
and King Charles didn't get a single vote. I thought that that there would be some X-Men Days of Future Past fans that would want to throw them a, bo- a vote, but I was mm. wrong. Yeah, they were mm. up against anyway. Spider-Boy. Yeah. yeah. So this week from the class of 98, uh, there are six entries this week, and uh, if I hadn't looked them up, I would not have known who they were, even though I read the books. Um, let's see, we have Driana Allen, who uh, after her uh, after her older brother Gim Allen was killed, uh, Driana joined the Ringers so she could be a hero. Her boss often sent the Ringers to vandalize his competitors' corporations, but she eventually turned against her boss with the aid of the Science Police, and that was in the uh, Legion Science Police miniseries. Oh, yeah. uh, that's why. Al- that's why we didn't recognize uh, her. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have <clears throat> Chief Armorer Amelia Krug, and I looked at that and I said, who is that? Well, Amelia Krug was the Chief Armorer of the Kund Empire and was a part of the affiliated planets. When they were revealed to be tools of the Dark Circle, she left the Empire to work for Leland McCauley, who later trusted her with raising Lori, raising Lori Morning. Oh, yeah, I remember her. Uh, then we have from the pages of uh, DC One Million, we have the Justice Legion L, and here is a quick stump to subs. Mm. Uh, how many of the eight known members can you name? None. Zippo. Oh, Michael. 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 The members I, of what? The Justice Legion L. Oh, I can name uh, absolutely zero. Travis apparently knows all of them. Superboy? <laughs> Brainiac 417, the Mon Elves, Implicate Girl, Titan Girl, the Chameleon, Umbra, and Cosmic Bot. Oh. Golf clap, sir. Golf clap. Right. Yes. Yeah. Snaps. Not a Robin to be seen. I've read that two-parter oh. many times, and I've created reference for them. <laughs> so in the, uh, in the 864th century, uh, which are, I don't know, a thousand years after the 863rd century, um, there was uh, all of the different supergroups were named Justice Legion and then a letter. There was the Justice Legion Alpha, which was the JLA. There was the Justice Legion T, which was like the the Teen Titans version. The Justice Legion L, which was uh, the Legion version. Um, The Legion Legion. Yes, Justice Legion L. There was also a Justice Legion Z, or Z for those of us in the Commonwealth. Thank you. I wasn't uh, sure what the hell you were talking about there. <laughs> uh, and the Z, Why do you put so many letters in Z? It's one well, letter, not Z. not as many as in W. Well, that's and true. So w the, is like a whole sentence. Mm-hmm. So the, the, uh, uh, the Justice Legion Z was made up of use. zoomorphs. <laughs> <laughs> the, the three Utes. <laughs> and not the, the Justice Legion Z, not to be confused with the Legion of Executive Familiars. Uh, wow. who, was the, who was the DC One Million version of the League of Super, or the Legion of Super Pets? Mm, mm, mm. Uh, Travis, can you name the members of the Legion of Executive Familiars? No. Oh. <laughs> Don't push your luck, Grabois. <laughs> so we have 
<laughs> we had Solaris's sun dogs. There were two of them. There was Octus, the eight-dimensional cephalopod. Worm, <laughs> wormhole, which looks like a giant version of Mr. Mind. Oh, Crypto, wow. Crypto Nine, who had the uh, the power to, like, go to the ninth power. Crypto Nine, like like Snowball 2? Yes. Keep, keep replacing Crypto. <laughs> it was Crypto, actually, with a superscript, like Crypto to the ninth power. Mm. Oh. So there were 81 was, cryptos all the time. Yeah. Wow. Damn, the, Clark. That's finally, kind of there was Google the Infinity Mouse, uh, <laughs> who was the last surviving mouse from Earth, but <laughs> had given it intelligence and also the power to summon basically uh, all of the mouses, mice, meese who had ever lived. And so you could recreate Google of mice. Wait, recreate every mouse that ever lived. Huh. That's a lot of mice. It is. Which is like a Google of mice. You know, Grant Morrison had a good time in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Grant Morrison just makes the craziest things up. Those guys actually came from um, uh, Superman, the Man of Tomorrow, number one. I forgot who wrote that one. Uh, but who it wrote it and who who created it, or it could be two different things. True. Well, they did have uh, the super the, the Legion of Executive Familiars did have a story in the DC one million um, eighty page giant. So you mean they're from the Superman, the Man of Tomorrow, number one million, right? Yes, isn't that what I said? You said number Kinda. one. Number one dot 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 million. <laughs> and the, and number- a lot of those one millions the. He guided those crossovers, oh, so okay. he probably yeah. did have a hand in that. Well, we will get to the um, uh, DC One Million when we get to the uh, 1998 event theater. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, Aaron and Paul, you can start reading up on that one. Coming soon. Uh, so, anyway, to finish up the class of '98, we also have uh, Dr. Riker who is the Legion's psychologist, an old friend and distant cousin of Dr. Gimmel, and then Carrie Wren, uh, who was a uh, briefly given a Green Lantern ring by Ganthet when Kyle was transported to the 30th century in a battle with Graven, and she teamed up with the Legion to fight some rogue Green Lanterns. Yep. So those are uh, six entries in the class of 98. Oh, sweet. Wow. That is, uh, well, go. Um, it was Mark Schultz that wrote. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, one other, one other thing I forgot to mention, cause I was eating, um, all the, uh, the counting down that we've gotten to, you know, 58 minutes ago, 12 minutes ago. Right. Um, the last scene takes place 60 seconds ago. So uh, all of this has been relative to page one of issue zero of zero hour. Basically mm-hmm. when the, when the universe reboots, that's yeah. what we're talking about. Yes. Okay. After Hal fixes it. Uh, yeah. Right. Hal's going to fix it all. He's never made a bad decision. No. And he is <laughs> going to fix it such that Alpha Centurion 
is one of the uh, premier heroes of the 20th century. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's it. He he appeared in a whole panel in this issue. Um, well, so did Elongated Man and and Triumph. Yes, but they well actually they didn't get to speak in this issue. No, no, uh, no they, they were walk-ons, so they did not make Union Scale. Um, yeah, they they probably got like a sandwich and a pat on the head. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm sure that in the issue one million Justice Legion Alpha or whatever it was, he leads that team. Yeah. Probably. Someone's got to. Guy Gardner Warrior is not qualified. He's so concerned. <laughs> I, I, I would leave this team, but I'm so worried. I'm concerned about everything. You worried about the, the baggage handling at Heathrow? Always. Always, yeah. And his body's doing weird things. <laughs> yeah, it is. Cronenberg Same things are coming proud. out. Cronenberg would be proud of what's going on with Guy Gardner right now. Yikes. Yikes. All right. Well, you know, I mean, we could uh, this little uh, history of DC events for uh, for ages. Um, but, uh, <laughs> oh, hey, you know, no, oh. I mentioned history. Oh, wow. Should, uh, <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> It reminds me. Can somebody mm-hmm. get that man a box of straws? He keeps <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I'll I'll just use that to spell out the um, this week in Legion history. Michael, do you have such things? I can prepare just like a Boy Scout. Oh, Aww. <laughs> so, sixty years ago, nineteen sixty-two, Adventure Comics three hundred two. In a PR event where Metropolis has built statues of the Legionnaires, take a drink. Mm. Uh, Sunboy has to use his powers to destroy his statue when it begins to topple, and then his powers start fading out. He unsuccessfully tries to restore his powers, helped by Ultra Boy and Superboy, so he is asked to resign. But when Kranyak and his gang realize that Sunboy is powerless, they attack him, but he figures out that his powers can be renewed by going to the planet Lerna, and use the blast of a flame beast's flame breath to restore his powers. And it turns out Ultra Boy and Superboy couldn't help because they were actually robots because their real counterparts were in the 20th century celebrating Pete Ross's birthday, but the robots blah, 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 forgot they were robots. <laughs> uh, and with his powers restored, Sunboy is welcomed back. Yay. And that was all the way back in episode 12. Now, did they take off the, his logo while he was without powers? No, he just they were he was asked to uh, to basically to clean out his locker, but they didn't rip off his uh, his logo. Okay. Fifty five years ago, nineteen sixty seven, Adventure Comics three sixty two, when Brainiac 5's instruments indicated that deadly gases are poisoning Earth's upper atmosphere, the Legion investigates and traces their source to Doctor Mantis Morlow's orbital laboratory, where he has his huge chemoid named Gorn attack the heroes. Uh, The Legion defeats the android and destroys all his equipment before departing, but he still has more equipment safely hidden and resumes his work. Wait, what's the Emoid's name again? Gorn, G-O-R-N. You mean like the Gorn from Star Trek? Yeah, like the Star Trek villain. I was just thinking, oh, no wonder it looked kind of fakey in that when I remember reading it. But this this would have been written in kind of spring of 67, and I don't remember which season um, uh, the Gorn was in. First. The first. The first season. Yeah. 
So that would have been 66, 67. So it would have been about the right time. 67, uh, 1967 episode of the original series Arena. Mm. Um, yep. So, uh, which uh, was released January 19th, 1967. All right. So it is quite possible that the 13-year-old Jim Shooter got the name for the chemoid after watching Star Trek. Quite possibly. Nice. But, yeah. So, the, uh, the Legion defeats the android and destroys all of Morlo's equipment before departing. Uh, Morlo still has more uh, equipment safely hidden, resumes his work, and a team of Legionnaires is shortly called to a rando where black smog is surrounding the planet. Using alchemy, Brainiac 5 traces the poison to none other than Dr. Mantis Morlo. They find him waiting for, him, for them in his flying citadel, and he orders his chemoids, specially built for battle, to attack the heroes. And we won't know what happens until next week. Oh, my goodness. Or next month. Gasp. And that was uh, episode 110. Fifteen years ago, 2007, we're in countdown number 31. Uh, oh, that that book. That was the yeah, war. So we're, doing, we're going to meditate while Michael does this so that we can meanwhile, the the burbs, meanwhile, in the Burbs, mm. Karate Kid and Una arrive at the home of Buddy Blank and his grandson. Mm-hmm. Buddy greets the strangely dressed visitors with a baseball bat until Karate Kid tells him that he needs to find Brother I. And you'll recall that it's been three weeks since we last heard from them. Uh, they were fighting Supergirl at the Colorado-Nebraska border uh, in a train wreck. Plus, there's other stuff going on with Donna Troy, Jason. Oh, there was Potter, a train wreck, all right. <laughs> Mr. Mixius Pitalik, Eclipso, Mary Marvel, Jimmy Olsen, and the Crime Society of Earth-3. And this was the first New Earth appearance of Buddy Blank and Commandy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, same day, we have Supergirl and the Legion number 34. Timberwolf, Adam Girl, and Shadowlass battle soldiers on Lalor. Meanwhile, someone named Randall prepares his anti-material brother Drake, <laughs> a.k.a. ERG-1, to assassinate the president. President. Timberwolf recognizes Erg-1 as someone he had seen uh, in a portrait in Cosmic Boy's office. Erg-1 tells them he was once a legionnaire, but his faceplate broke during a mission and he was presumed dead. Everybody take a drink. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that won't work. I'm defeating him now because he has a new self-repairing containment suit. You'd think that that they would have figured that out, how to do it with for wildfire back in the, the, the regular universe. Right? But, oh, well. Yeah. So during the attack... Just, just put uh, a trans suit over the containment suit. <laughs> I guess. Uh, so during the attack, Timberwolf is buried under debris, but it only prompts a more feral Timberwolf to appear. And uh, we will look for this one sometime in late 2029. Wow. Hmm. Uh, also, 2007, uh, Teen Titans, the Titans East trade paperback... Reprints Teen Titans Volume 3, number 42 to 47, uh, which included Sun Girl, who was a, uh, an ancestor of Sun Boy, as a villainous member of Deathstroke's Titans East. Um, three days later, we have the Legion animated series, epi- Season 2, Episode 2, Man from the Edge of Tomorrow, Part 2. The Legion has returned from the 41st century with Kel-El, a genetically enhanced Superman clone. 
But Imperiax, the destroyer of galaxies, has reached the 31st century first and unleashed all of the Legion's greatest enemies. When the Legionnaires went to the prison planet to stop them, they each got defeated one by one and got locked into the prison cells themselves. To restore order and combat this near-invincible foe, the Legion once again has to turn to the past for help in the form of an older, more mature Superman with a far greater grasp of his powers. Uh, five years ago, 2017, it is uh, The Legion by Abnett and Landing, Lanning, Volume 1 trade paperback, collects uh, the Widening Rifts and Legion of the Dam storyline, storylines, uh, which concluded the Legion Volume 4. Um, and the uh, solicit for that one, Earth at the End of the 30th Century, a modern super age and the pinnacle of human cultural endeavors. Then came the blight. Who they are is irrelevant. What matters is what this highly advanced techno-organic culture wants, the life energies of the worlds they come across. Upon infiltrating the United Planet's means of hyper-accelerated interstellar transportation, the blight entwine Earth and destroy its forces within hours. Where life once flourished, it now deteriorates. And those who don't die meet a worse fate. They become of the blight. That includes the Legion of Superheroes, the UP's young champions. Unable to fend off the invaders, their once great numbers now serve the Blight and hunt down the last resisting Legionnaires, the ones looking to find enough survivors and open one last Stargate to freedom. Earth, the United Planets, the Legion, they're all damned. And uh, look for that one in late 2027. Mm. Finally, on a happier note, uh, 960 years from now, in the year 2982, Mordru is defeated, ending the Earth War. The Kuns and the Dark Circles are expelled. The UP signs a treaty with the Dominion. The Legion Constitution is amended to allow married Legionnaires. So Lightning Lad and Saturn Girl return to active membership. And that happened in Superboy and Legion 245 which we covered in episode 462. And that is this week in Legion history. Wow. That's a lot. It's a hell of a, a week. week. Busy week. All right. Um, all right. Well, first off, I want to thank everyone for joining us. Alan, Justin, uh, Brent, and, uh, and Derek, thank you for joining us. I know it's hard to get a word in edgewise in, a, uh, in something uh, of this sort. But, but you all managed, so, so that's, a, that's, a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. That's what we want. That's uh, All in a night's work, sir. There you go. There you go. All right, folks. So, um, well, and now that the DC universe has come to a complete end, I guess that that's it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, no upset tomorrow. Yeah. You know, um, well, there will be... Um, we have to do zero hour zero, so... Yes, there will be a morning after. Um, <laughs> there, there are as it turns out... <laughs> other pages um in uh well, that's what you have after a disaster right yeah. I, mean, I gotta turn the boat upside down the bathroom now for no <laughs> does anyone else remember that song yeah i'm afraid there's so. got to be a morning after came from the poseidon adventure oh, yeah. i only yep. know it from oh, uh, God, a South Park old. episode 
Yeah, you, are, you, are, you are old, yes, but... I, I am even older than I thought. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I remember hearing... Well, I mean, I remember seeing the movie, but I also remember hearing it... Um, uh, I think she was on Kids or People 2 once. Um, and, uh, oh, I remember that show. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Poseidon Adventure when it came out in the theaters. There you go. Oh, yay. I think I saw it once on TV. I should revisit that movie. It was like 1974 or something. Yeah, yeah, 74. It's, yeah. yeah, it's the 70s. It's the Irwin Allen era of disaster film. Spectacular. There we go. He can't folks. kill you Welcome, with an earthquake. Uh, he'll kill you with water. If he can't kill you with water, he'll kill you with fire. You know, it's like, okay. Watch all your stars die in amazing ways. <laughs> Beautiful thing. All right, folks, uh, you can let us know if you uh, saw the Poseidon Adventure um, <laughs> by uh, emailing us uh, at Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page and let us know what you think of the entire universe coming to an end. And that can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Uh, and tell us what you think of the Poseidon Adventure. Absolutely. And, uh, and, uh, and quote your favorite verse of uh, the morning after. And um, <laughs> by the way, it was 1972 when that came out, by the Dang. way. 72? Yeah, 72, sir. That's why I don't remember it, because my because I, my uh, brother was busy being born, and I kind yeah, of had to pay yeah. attention to that crap. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that was only one day, though. Yeah, well. <laughs> Not according you, you to how my mother family. tells the story. So yes. <laughs> well, my the way my mother told the story, I think it was about two and a half years <laughs> well, and you can let us know uh, about uh, freakishly long gestations at uh, uh, on, our, on on tw- the Twitter where we are LOSP Podcast. In addition to all those things, you can tell us about all that stuff. I hope you've been making a list, and you can head over to our website, Legion of Substitute Podcasters where you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we get into this very, very crowded time bubble, and we um, we go nowhere know, because there's yeah, no I mean, there's, there's nothing, and yeah. well, we can go to we can go to vanishing point. Yeah, but isn't that all there is? Entropy. Yeah. So anyway. I'm gonna head down to the basement. Mm. Yep. Yeah. 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 We all got to get in the subway. Watch out for the pink foam. Well, but if you um, go down, if you go down, if you go down into the basement in Australia, that's like going up into the attic. I think the power girl is trying to have a baby down there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going in the basement. Wonder Woman's going to say something snarky. <laughs> that's what she does. All right, and we will see you all next week. I got nothing. Get us the fuck out of here. <laughs>